You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad, and we're into the um, film festival season in Canada for the Irish uh, Film Festival organisers. And one of the features in the festivals are shorts. And there's a criteria under which the shorts have to conform. And we'll tell you a little about that in a moment. And um, I have Declan Curran here with me. Declan's from uh, North of Ireland, I think Belfast maybe. And uh, Declan has uh, had a movie on screen in Chicago and now in Toronto and uh, has had done some previous work. And we'll hear a little about that also. Declan, first of all, thanks a million for coming along. Delighted to have you here. No problem, Austin. Thank you for having me on. Um, before before we hear a little about uh, your work and, and uh, the movies and the shorts, what criteria are you working under? I know you have to have it. It has to be shorter than a certain length and probably longer than a certain length. Short films, generally, you're talking under 45 minutes. Okay. That would be classified as quite a long short film, to be honest with you. Generally, they last maybe upwards to maybe about 20 minutes or 25 minutes. So that's that's kind of the criteria. I'm not sure for this festival what their kind of specifics are, but that's generally how it would fall. And is there a minimum? No. Short film can be anything. There, some some short films I've seen are one minute long, believe it or not. Okay. Now, it would be quite hard to tell a story in a minute, but some people do take on the challenge. Uh, they are out there. And would you say the likes of TikTok has put that skill or that narrow focus um, honed it in many cases? Uh, it, it probably has influenced it a lot. I know that the attention span of people now is unfortunately in around 15 seconds or so. So um, I, yeah, the likes of TikTok and things like that are just I suppose it's beneficial because a lot more people now are creating content than ever did. It's, it's a lot easier to make content now, literally with your phone. So it is good to see people using um, apps. I suppose anything that can drag people create, you know, creatively is um, is a positive. Your own career, your own interest. What got you interested? Uh, initially, probably when I was very young, Austin, I was influenced by um, there was Irish writers and and comedians. Uh, and actors um, that influenced me when I was just a child. Um, one massive influence was Pat Short, uh, and you'd probably be familiar of his work. Um, my aunt Kate had came over one day, and I I live right in the Mourne Mountains in in the heart of County Down. Um, and she came up one day from from the south and gave me a, a DVD of Don Believables with Pat Short and John Kenny, and that to me was just. The best. It was hilarious. I, I connected with everything. I understood who these characters were, and I just got the the, the comedy, and I loved the how creative they were with it, um, with audience interaction and different things. So, I think from there, um, I was kind of hooked on that kind of theatre and film element. But I I kind of always been creating bits and pieces and sketches from a young age, kind of with before I even knew uh, on family holidays with video cameras and stuff like that. So. I just naturally had always been trying to do something. And would you see that each project, and I say a project being whether it be two minutes, three minutes, 15 minutes, that you have a message or you're you're hoping 
to convey a message? I think you're trying to convey something that there's always some kind of a storyline, whether it's a, a a comic gag or or, or something more serious. But um, I, I suppose for me, it was always trying to get off the initial stuff I, I did when I was younger. It was trying to get a laugh. So that was always the purpose was to was to bring some humor, um, you know, and, and sprinkle it somewhere throughout a sketch. Um, that was the main element. It was only as I got older, I tried to put a bit more meaning into um my work with whatever tone it was, inspirational or motivational or something. Um, but yeah, when I was younger, it was definitely the the laughs were the whether it was parents or friends or family members or something like that. That was always the main aim. When you say that, I can't help but remember um, being told that there's no point in trying to be funny. Um, is is humor yeah. is actually humor can nearly be more challenging than a serious subject. Of course, I think if you set out intentionally to find it, it could be a lot harder. It, it's just one of those things that whenever it does come naturally, um, it just flows a lot better and it feels a lot more organic. Um, if you sit down and try to write something that's going to be the funniest thing someone has ever seen, you're really going to have a challenge on your hands. So it is best just to give yourself the time and take inspiration from a lot of things around you that um, you might see or hear of. Um, but there's there's a lot of things, especially as you know in Ireland here, Austin. There's there's a lot of things to take um, humour from, whether it's just the local characters in in villages or different things that you see or story wise here. Um, you know we are a, a nation of storytellers out here, so it it isn't far. Uh, it it isn't hard to to find something close to you that that's going to bring a laugh. So what would you define as your first short film? Uh, in in the um, official category, where you've, 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 where you've crossed the line from just messing around with the camera on the family holidays, that has to be a couple of years ago. I did my my debut short film, which was called Shane. You'll probably see yep. posted there <laughs> behind me. Yep. Um, yep. I I wrote that basically. I I wrote that for um, an acting show. Really. I was trying to get an agent at the time because I'd done some bits and pieces of stage but I couldn't get any any acting work on film and I really wanted to branch into that so when I couldn't get the opportunities I kind of just took the leap and said look I'll write something here and if it can bring me some exposure great um, so that was the first that was the first thing I'd ever written or went about creating and I was I was very fortunate obviously that I was able to get family members and cast and crew that came on board to help me tell a story uh, because I had no experience so they were very much just trusting that uh, whatever we were kind of onto was going to work out and actually get completed. Um, because I know a lot of things people start and never finish. Um, so just to finish it was an achievement, and to get people viewing it and enjoying it off the back of that was was great. But yeah, definitely the first official step into um, the industry or film that type of thing. And when was that, uh, Declan? That was I'd filmed that over. Um, it was over lockdown, so I'd I'd read it over. I'd I'd written the film, the short film over 2020, over maybe a period of a couple of months during lockdown, and then we actually filmed it in 2020, a couple of months later, um, and we were still, I think, in a lockdown at that stage. Um, so that was it was kind of all completed then, and then it was in the edit for maybe about a year, um, because my cousin Aaron had he'd helped me massively in just trying to source the people because I didn't have a clue who I needed what what to do so he helped me with the structure and in sourcing the people and in the edit the guy was just invaluable 
and um, th- th- it took about a year then to get it finished to a point that I was happy with, and then to start submitting it to different film festivals and things after that. So that was 2020. We're only in 2023. Um, so it's relatively short that you have been able to go from there to where you had uh, one screened in Chicago and one being screened in Toronto. Uh, tell, us yeah. about, tell us about Chicago. Well, this I, I was out in Chicago um, the week before yeah. last, and that's actually the second time that I was I was fortunate enough to get out there because I was able to take this film to Chicago in uh, in 2022 and meet the festival and um, meet a lot of like-minded people out there who were out there promoting their own things. Um, so off the, off the back of this short film, I collaborated with a guy called Cahal J. Ferris, um, who's a guy from Belfast, originally from Lisbon, and um, he had assisted um, with, really, I suppose, we tried to form a bit of a film production company at the time called Fern Media. And what we did with that production company was we f- went about creating two films back to back. So I'd written these. And then in January and February of last year, um, we we collaborated on the direction of one film. And then he um, solely directed the other, and we filmed those back to back, which was January and February last year. So that's how sort of the latest two have came about so quickly. Um, very different films to each other, um, but it was just really another learning experience to collaborate with another crew, uh, another group of cast members in making it happen. So that's how I've ended up with three of these mm-hmm. in the period of, I don't know, 18 months or something. Um, but yeah, big learning curve. And the one that uh, is being screened in Toronto, um, I've, I've watched all three, by the way. And, okay. Uh, um, dealing with a very serious topic. Um, um, the the one the one in Toronto. Uh, let me. Which order were they in? Uh, what was in Chicago? Chicago was shall we set was. Uh, oh yeah. Short. Okay, that was that was a very serious topic. Uh, yeah. What you're doing was um, confronting the. Uh, effort for somebody and you being the main character so a young man to try to communicate to his friends that he has terminal illness yeah where, where, where did that concept come from that to, to be honest with you I was in I was in Dublin one day it, it was after a night out and I was feeling rather worse for her and I was taking a walk around St Stephen's Green and I found myself a nice little bench and as I sat um eating a sausage roll at the time, I kind of had watched the people that were walking past of all ages and things like that. And um, I kind of sat there for about an hour and it, the storyline had somehow just came into my mind or the idea of um, somebody trying to break that news to his you know, close, close family members and friends. Fortunately, I've never experienced something like that, but um, th- there's a lot of stories out there happening. Um like that, Austin. There's there's people breaking devastating news like that every day. Um, so that's how it had initially came into my mind. And then um, I kind of I had I did nothing with the script for a long time. I'd written it and um, it kind of just lay um, on my computer for a while. And um, myself and Cahill were going to take on another project, which didn't happen. And then we kind of fell back on this one. So that's how I kind of revisited it. Um, but yeah, it is quite. It, it was quite a struggle um, to tell the story because obviously terminal illness and death is quite a taboo subject. And when you haven't experienced it yourself um, personally, 
it can be quite daunting um, to tell a story like that because you want to be as respectful as you can to obviously anybody in that position. Um, it still makes me nervous because you don't really know how people are going to react to that. Um, so that's where it came from. Um, it was just something that came into my head. And then in Toronto, the uh, title and theme there? The the theme there, again, is pro- probably... I don't know, when I'm writing these things, there isn't a lot of places that I personally take the inspiration from. Um, I think for me, I was mainly trying to challenge myself as an actor. I kind of knew that I was, again, just going to throw myself into this thing, and I wanted to um, portray a character that was very different to anything else that I'd done in the past. So... I'd went about creating a character who was um, a lot darker, uh, a lot meaner, and someone that I could really get lost in um, in, in the, the build-up to this. Um, so I tried to create a character that was completely different to myself in appearance and demeanour and in voice and things like that. And that's where I came about then in creating this guy who was based in a city um, who was trying to... I, I, there's sort of a silver lining with him in that he is a bit of a Robin Hood character and there is some well he thinks there's some decency in what he's doing and trying to give back to his little community he maybe goes about it the wrong way with a bit um, with a bit of intimidation um, but that was it it was a lot of fun I'd initially written it when I when I had written it I, I did write it as a one shot uh, short film um, so that um, it would just be a lot grittier then everything and the audience's attention would be on everything. And then it was up to Cahill J. Ferris, um, the director, to take that kind of initial vision and run with it and create something um, that he was happy with. Um, so hopefully that's um, that's something we've been able to achieve. And that one's called Birthday. Um, Birthday yeah. Declan, uh, what, what's your hope for the future? Uh, I suppose, well, I still work full-time, Austin, um, outside of, of everything I do here with all the... The film work, acting, writing, and some directing, I still have to hold down a full-time job because that's just the that's the reality of it. Um, I'm fortunate enough at the minute. The, the reason that I wrote Shine, um, you know, I all those years ago was to try to get acting material um, for a showreel, and it's only over the past couple of months that I've finally been able to secure an agent who actually sends me work. So it means I don't have to rely on creating stuff myself all the time for exposure, which is great. So I've had the opportunity to audition and self-tape for a couple of things. Um, so I'm really hoping just to learn and network with a lot of people that I've been meeting. Um, I love travelling. It's great to travel internationally and to be back out in Toronto next week um, to attend another film festival is great because that festival has always been on my radar. Um, so I get to meet a lot of people there um, who's also created short films and view a lot of things and learn a lot of things um, and take a lot of things home with me that inspire me to write again. Um or to create something else. So um, that's kind of the nature of what I've been doing. Um, my cousin at the minute is, is writing a, sh- uh, a feature film, which is a massive undertaking, and I'm going to be acting in that, which is very exciting, and I'm looking forward to it this year. Um, but again, I'm just enjoying the the hard work is kind of done. Once you filmed and, and edited these things and went through post-production with them, that to me is the hard work. Now the promo and chatting and meeting with people like yourselves and rubbing shoulders with people on the other side of the world, that's the fun stuff. Um, so I'm just enjoying this element of the of the stage of everything. Declan Curran, it's been a real pleasure and I hope you have a tremendous time in Toronto and that's, uh, you achieve some successes there. Thank you, Austin. I appreciate the, the time. Thanks for having me.